you are listening to a pre-recorded segment of the Third and East Podcast. Welcome to another edition of the Third and East Podcast. Today is on it's Denver Broncos Day. Are you ready to Broncos Country Let's Ride or Orange Crushed? Uh, I think they're going to get orange crushed, in all honesty. I think they uh, orange crushed. I think they orange crushed themselves last year with Nathaniel Hackett. But he wasn't all the blame. He was not all the blame. I mean, they were not. I mean, talk about a team that everyone couldn't be a contender in the AFC. They don't five and twelve. It's both uh, much bigger issues at hand. Russell yeah, Wilson looked like a complete shell of himself. Nathaniel Hackett was definitely unfit for the job. The defense. Yeah, it's it's a real shame because there are some players on defense there, and the adding of Russell Wilson, everyone talking about you know calling for Pete's Pete Carroll's head, blaming him in Seattle for what went down that last year. Russell Wilson's got to take some of the blame on this one, and. It wasn't all Nathaniel Hackett, but he was definitely a big part of why they failed last year. The culture he established and just the complete lack of discipline, the complete lack of discipline was just very apparent. He was nowhere near ready for that job. But Russell Wilson played like crap, and the offensive line was garbage too. There's a lot to blame that was going on. I don't think they fixed it all. Russell Wilson – Finished with six, you know, he completed sixty point five percent of his passes. Career worst, sixteen touchdowns to eleven. He was supposedly supposed to have a okay receiving core entering the year, which wasn't the case. And unfortunately, he had the injuries to the running backs with uh, Jamel Williams and uh, Devontae Williams, which definitely hurt. hurt. He had Samuel P. Ryan, who will definitely help in the backfield. Not necessarily the best runner. I think this running um, duo will be okay going forward. But, you know, you had Jerry Judy get a weird suspension, I believe, last year. Portland Sutton tore his ACL, um, who just uh, appears back and just hasn't been the same guy and everything. And Tim Patrick uh, tore his ACL last season. Yeah, injuries didn't help. And then just, that's honestly, it's a pretty tough division, too. You know, Jude played really well down the stretch, at least. It goes only in factor in the last five games. Judy caught 33 passes in the last five games, including 154 yarder in the season finale. So, Judy, looks like, and, and Judy is supposed to. He was a first round pick. He was really something after in Alabama. I thought he was going to be a stud in this league, and he just hasn't made that step yet. No, yeah, he's he's a as far as pass catchers go, he just hasn't really broken out yet. There's not a consistent uh, film reel of big plays from him. Uh, disappears when they need him most as well. That 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 gets that annoys me more than anything. You can't be an elite receiver and disappear in, in big games. You know, one thing one thing that they, one thing that they did was they went after their offensive line this past offseason and everything. Um say Michael Gwinchy from the San Francisco Foreign Nars Tower Fuller, um and are not really high strong but can definitely make an impact for this team. 
And then, of course, you did add Frank Clark from the Tennessee Chiefs, who was disgruntled with the Chiefs. And, you know, he didn't really have the best season for them. But in a new team with a little bit more talent, not to do as much anymore. Yeah, they, they made a few moves. Um, don't really recall a lot of their draft picks. Nothing that really hops off the page at you. Yeah, they they do get their um their exceptional left tackle um this year and everything. So their offensive line's going to be better. And that major thing why Wilson wasn't really terrific. He was future. And everything. They do get, you know, Randy Gregory's going to come back on the defensive side. They do lose Bradley Chubb, but they did that nice trade for him. It was like, okay. Baron Brunning on the defense looked a little bit better from last year. And then, of course, they do sign Frank Clark, but they didn't mention or anything. But I think this team will generate some pressure. Uh, Atchison saying what's really decent, a really fine player in corner. Come on, Williams uh, circle back at him and Riley Moss. So I think this team has, you know, the team definitely has a nice secondary, good defensive pieces. Um, the question is maybe that coaching, and it's going to be all up to Sean Payton, of course. Yeah, we'll see what he can put together and, and see that, if they can contend. And that was the past all season was that trade for Sean, just for the rights for Sean Payton. Yeah, like I mean, others. they gave up a lot. They're, they're clearly desperate. I mean, you being bad for, I mean, going on seven years now, they're desperate to make something happen. No, without question. And I, I think the strength is going to be this offensive line um, gaining a little bit more. They're ready to get some more pieces and everything. Linebacking, forward and secondary, this team's going to be very solid. question for me is, do they have enough on offense? I don't know. I really don't know. No idea because either. I just see Wilson just look like he's a little bit more motivated. I never really cared for Russell Wilson. Granted. But, I mean, he looked awful last year. I mean, what do we say about the Broncos draft last? Because a lot. I mean, I like Marvin Mims Jr. I know it was a little bit of a high pick in the second round, but I think the guy could be very solid. And this team. Yeah, it was a move. I mean, when that, whenever that's your earliest pick, you got to try to make something happen, and they went with who they thought was the best available guy. I, I think Drew Sanders uh, can also be a, an impact guy just because of his Packers ability. I mean, really good edge rusher, very explosive off the edge. But he's, a, he's only a one-year starter in college, and that's it. But, you know, to be drafted in round three as a one-year starter in college, that's a, that's a risk, but this Broncos team could potentially take Yeah, they made a move for, like you said, a guy with not a lot of film tape, but they've clearly seen something that they like. I mean, what's your – what do you – is there anything else that you like? I mean, this team lost – Oh, closer to bad deal with Tavis Murray, Chase Redmond, Mike Poole. Um, they would really turn to Calvin Johnson, Rizner, Damon Jones, Deshaun Williams. I mean, they lost a couple of pieces. They gained a few better free agents. 
everyone predicted the everyone said that the Broncos were the winners of the offseason. I'm not entirely really sold. I think the teams they're gonna be better than last year. Yeah. They have to be. Yeah, I mean whenever if they finished five and twelve last year, burn it all to the ground. That's the thing. Whenever they say, Oh, you know, they lost all these players, like, yeah, they lost players that got them to five and twelve. Like yeah. you know, you're you're not losing the 07 Patriots roster. Hey, the 07 Patriots lost the only game that mattered. Yeah, I know, but whenever you're 16 and one, let's let's be real. That's a good Granted. team. Hey, I'm just trying to say this. I think the Broncos realistically, um, I see them being a nine-one team. I think they're. I think this is going to be. I think they're going to be a. I don't think they're. Gonna, Nation by Victor and be a playoff team. I think this is a year that they rebound. I think they've gotten better. I don't think they've gotten better enough to make up for the fact that you still have the Chargers with way more weapons and a better quarterback at this point, and the Chiefs with a better quarterback, better weapons overall. And I just, I just don't know. They're going to be well coached. Like the pre-snap penalties, all that crap that was happening to them last year, that's going to stop. But I don't think they made enough improvements to keep up with the other top teams in the league because they still have to. The AFC is just so tough. I think and worst it, case scenario, they're a five to six win team, and I think best case scenario, I think nine is good. I could see them winning ten games possibly, but I somewhere th- I, in that I, range. I, I stand at least competing for. The, I think the year will be the last team in or the first team out. They're going to be right there. Yeah, as being being realistic. Their division's tough. The AFC is a gauntlet. If this team was in the if the team if this team was in the NFC, much different story. If you listen to if you like this version of the for an East podcast, be sure to listen to the other episodes as well, as well as be sure to listen to your fellow AFC West rivals episodes, and be sure to listen to me and Sloan's recaps on college football and NFL football and the previews for each of those episodes as well. Thank you so much.